Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before for hospital grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart. Now, Norton apologized, but when people still wanted him to step down, he had a change of heart and of memory. Last night, I finally had a chance to sit down and look at the photograph in detail. Um, <laughs> it is definitely not me. I am very sorry for what I did. Oh, you still want me to resign? I mean, I did not do it. <laughs> When the governor said that, I was picturing, okay, end of a long day. Finally, I've been busy all day long. <laughs> Sit down in my easy chair, get out my glasses, the book, proper lighting. Let me take a look at this. I right. mean, just, that's right. hilarious. Wait a minute. That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's it's the only thing you've been hunkering down and talking about all day long. The idea that that night you got around to finally taking a look at the picture. Is it, how You're st- not buying that? You're a cynical man. How stupid do they think we are? Poor man was busy. Is he uh, practicing his moonwalk? Please welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show, Deborah J. Saunders, White House correspondent for the Las Vegas Review uh, Journal. Uh, I see in your resume, Deborah, you have a, a, a degree in Greek and Latin. Very impressive. I, I did not know that about you. I, I, I do. Do you don't often, get to use it as much as I used to. Do you often speak Latin to Latinos? 
<laughs> no. Okay. Fair enough. Having put that aside, the uh, the unfortunate, the really tragic at its heart story of the Virginia governor and now the lieutenant governor is the gift that just keeps on giving. Uh, the the latest. Can you moonwalk? Is the question. <laughs> I cannot moonwalk, but I, I can watch a press conference, and was that Saturday press conference with Ralph Northam one of the most amazing things you have ever seen? It was, but it would have been even better if his wife would have kept her trap shut. <laughs> so he would have moonwalked. Let him moonwalk. Right. So now he, he's been abandoned by absolutely everybody, but he refuses to resign. Meanwhile, the Democratic Party is, is quite uh, overjoyed at the idea of the, the, the young lieutenant governor, who's an African-American fellow. Uh, gaining the helm and being a bright new star in politics, but then he's accused of a uh, 14, 15-year-old sexual assault. So are you following that aspect of it? Sure, and that's interesting because uh, Justin Fairfax, the lieutenant governor, he's African-American. He's a Democrat, so Democrats can call on Northam to go, knowing that he will be replaced by a Democrat. Uh, But, you know, the Washington Post looked at this story in 2017 and couldn't find any corroboration and didn't run it. So I think he's in pretty solid ground to say this is not a good story and to fight back on it. Uh, Ralph Northam, of course, the governor of Virginia, as far as I know right now, um, he he basically had admitted that he was one of the two people in that photo. Do, do, do you guys have a consensus? Was he the man in blackface or the man in the KKK? Well, what, what do you think? Have you seen the picture out today of him as a young man wearing the same pants as the guy in blackface? <laughs> yeah. Now, those those pants were in style back then, so he could have owned the same pants. Yeah, no wacky check pants, but they sure look like the same pants. <laughs> so, so you can see how he got that mixed up for when he was moonwalking. So, anyway, so, he, so after admitting that that he had been in the picture. He comes out and says he wasn't. And people are supposed to believe that. It was just one of those crazy press conferences where you you can't believe someone's saying that and actually with a, you know, with a straight face saying, oh, yeah. that, no, it was, that wasn't him. It was bizarre so, and, and hilarious. Well, yeah, my main thing take takeaway, because I don't think he's a racist, and, and I don't think many people do think he's a racist, but he clearly is a dope. I mean, the way he handled the whole thing, he probably shouldn't be the governor of a state. Um, well, yeah, because I think if he had come out and said, boy, I'm so embarrassed that I was that much of a jerk and, and 34 years ago, and we thought that was funny, and we were so wrong and incredibly insensitive, that's not who I am, I think there'd be a lot of people who were who would be uh, saying, forgive the guy, uh, that's not who he is. You know, we have a statute of limitations in this country, but instead he comes up with this fantastic story that it's that after admitting that it was a photo, you know, with him in it, saying that it wasn't, that there's just there's nothing left to defend. Well, he's hired some people that are uh, facial recognition experts to try to nail down. No, that'll that'll settle it. So, listen, I'm sorry, I've got to go back to uh, Lieutenant Governor Fairfax just for a moment. Uh, I will tell you this: the WAPO decided they did not have enough. Well, they couldn't get anybody to back it up and and didn't see fit to run the story. And fair enough. On the other hand, the uh, the ha- hardcore hashtag Me Too part of the Democratic Party that has been howling at us to believe the victims in all circumstances, the accusers, is going to keep howling that. And Republicans who will delight in joining that chorus will remind the Democrats of what they were yelling during the Kavanaugh hearings. So I don't think this one's nearly uh, done, but we'll we'll find out. 
You make a great point. And here's the other, and, and Donald Trump uh, tweeted over the weekend, what happened to the opposition research team that worked for Ed Gillespie, the Republican candidate for governor in 2017? What, were they asleep or something? They didn't look at all, all his yearbooks? They didn't and, notice and the, the pants. In the, in the Washington Post, the Washington Post sent uh, reporters all over the South to dig up dirt on Republican candidates, right? And they missed this in their own backyard. So I, if you want to say that there's a double standard here, you won't get a disagreement from me. Well, well, there are there there are national implications here. It's the only reason for me to care. I mean, I don't care who's the governor of Virginia, and my guess would be that 50% of the people in Virginia don't care because they probably didn't even vote. So there aren't that many people who really care who the governor is. But the national implications, there's two theories out there that the Democrats on a national level turned on this guy either, one, they didn't like his really out-there abortion stuff last week, and they don't want him making trouble for him, or... They want to have their hands completely clean on race stuff, because if he gets to say, I've reformed, I've changed, they can't go as hard after Trump as they'd yeah, like to. Yeah, he's the Al, Al Franken of blackface. Exactly. <laughs> you have to have a zero-tolerance policy so you can really, really go hard after Trump. Do you, do you buy any of that? Yes, I think that's exactly what it is, that there are people who just, people who had endorsed him, who threw him under the bus instantly. And so you're absolutely right about that. They, they are so into proving how pure they are that, that they, don't, they don't even care what you have to say. Now, after he talked, that's a different story. Uh, he dug his own grave. But, uh, yeah, they're just, they're just being uh, really out there to show how, how, how clean they are. And I just don't think it's going to. I don't think it's going to redound well to their benefit. Boy, and everybody got reminded, I think, in the last uh, three, four days of that governor's race, if you're following it at all, when somebody on uh, behalf of his campaign ran that horrible ad accusing his opponent, Ed Gillespie, who I don't like at all, but was a Republican of being a racist. Nobody thinks he's a racist. Well, practically and, accused him of, like, mounting up a death mobile and chasing children of color through the streets. Yeah, the TV ad was a, was a, was a redneck in a, in a pickup with racist bumper stickers chasing kids of color around town and them not being able to sleep at night because they were so afraid of Ed Gillespie. That's I mean, reprehensible. So really played the race card in an ugly, ugly way. It, it's not good on any level. So, so it just breaks your heart to see that Ralph Northam is right. now in the receiving end of this, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Deborah Saunders, White House correspondent for the Las Vegas Review-Journal, is hey, on the line. I'm wondering how much you know about this. So a story that's out today, who's got it? The Poster, the Times, one of them, uh, out with Trump's scheduling, claiming he uh, he's, he's, uh, he's a part-time president and spends most of his day sitting on the bed watching TV. Do you know much about Trump's schedule? No, in fact, <laughs> they they put out guidance every day, and they barely tell you anything. And this new schedule that came out gives more details, and it shows that basically something we all pretty much suspected, which is that Donald Trump spends his mornings watching television, talking on the phone, and tweeting, and you know something we pretty much knew. Communicating much with the knew. American people, Deborah. Go on. <laughs> well, you know, I spend 60% of my time watching the news right. on the Internet and doing social media, so I am not one to judge on that. No, and I just, I remember, because I've, I've mentioned this already, I saw Bob Woodward years ago talking about how presidents have way more free time than you would guess. And I'm just wondering if Trump has a similar amount of free time or if he is actually... Uh, Our le first uh, leisure president. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> I do think he spends a lot more time watching television than a pre any previous president has. I just think that he is 
uh, consumed with knowing how to do things. And yeah, I mean, he he really cares about production values, and he will watch television and he'll decide how something is framed. I mean, he he cares about that. And of course, what is usually the subject of what he's watching? He is. And Donald Trump thinks he's the best show in the world. So if he can watch himself on TV, he's going to do it. Well, I think I could make a pretty good argument that the way the the way politics and the media works now, you yeah, you ought to do that. Uh, figure out right. how the nation is taking this in and, and figure out how you're going to craft it to your sure. benefit. Messaging, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. In the uh, limited time we have, uh, Deborah, I would like to uh, ask you, because uh, you know this, we've long believed that the State of the Union address has become weirdly monarchical and it's a list of things that will never happen and it's just an exercise that's kind of past its prime. But what is your thought on decorum this evening? Do you think it will turn ugly? Heckling, counter-heckling, that sort of thing. The only way it doesn't turn ugly is if Democrats decide that they're not going, they're just going to sit stone-faced through most of it. Well, who's got the power to make them do that? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody has that. Oh, power. this is going to be good. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you, you really teed this up then. I just don't understand why he was so anxious to make this speech. Because we still have not guaranteed there will not be another shutdown. And we know what's going to happen. We know that he's going to go in there and he's going to talk uh, about comedy, as Kellyanne's told a group of reporters who were standing outside yesterday, C-O-M-I-T-Y, in case we didn't know how to spell it. And, you know, he's going to be talking about reaching out and getting along across the aisle, not something he's been known for for the last two years. Or or is anybody else at this point, really? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely not. And, I mean, there are also a lot of Republicans there who feel let down by what happened with having this five-week shutdown that didn't yield anything that they wanted. Mm. So it's going to be an interesting night. If a segment of Nancy Pelosi's crew boos him, he goes off script and says something, you know, people punch me, I'm a counterpuncher, that whole thing, it could, it could, it could get off the rails fast. So, so here's a question to watch for. Does he mention Ralph Northam? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was talking to someone, that was like, of course he's going to mention Ralph Northam. You know he is. Well, this is In what really capacity? Hey, I was some it. Halloween outfit, huh? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Who's with me? <laughs> Maybe he moonwalks his way to the uh, the podium there. I don't know. Hey, how do, what do you think of this, Ralph? Uh, Deborah J. Saunders, White House correspondent for the Las Vegas Review Journal. Deborah, it's always uh, very kind of you to spend a few minutes with us. Thanks. It's fun. All right, we'll Thank talk you. later. Yeah. All right, bye bye. That's uh, that's good stuff. She's terrific. If you don't read her coverage of the uh, White House, you're making a mistake. Um, oh, right. Uh, the president wants to make the speech tonight because you look like a king. Sure. Because you look like the most powerful person in the world. And your ratings usually go up after the State of the Union. Right. So, yeah, that's why he wants to make it. I get that he's walking into a, uh, you know, a snake pit. I think he would think, and he might be right, they want to bring it down to the level of a street fight, rhetorically speaking. That's my game. I think he feels like he, he's better off in that situation. Bet you dollar. He actually turns around and addresses Nancy Pelosi directly. Well, you don't care about people sneaking in over the border and committing murders, do you? Then build a wall. No, build the wall. And he's got a microphone and she doesn't. I know how that works from a radio standpoint. Well, I think she does, though. Can she, she turn it on? I don't know. Yeah, she's sitting in the speaker's seat. That'd be awesome. Or whatever the temporary <laughs> throne is. They yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I don't. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. 
We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the metro. No mask, no metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com.